Hello, everybody, and welcome to our brand new podcast, Feels Like Weezer. It is a podcast where we go track by track and talk about Weezer's entire discography from blue until at this point it's black. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens in the future as this comes out. Uh, I'm Zach Franking Smith. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Informal Log. And I'm Eric Nash, and uh, on Twitter, since that's the way you you started, you you introed yourself, Zach. Um, uh, I am lucky at Lucky Mustard on Twitter. You can find me there. Look, man, I got nothing else to plug, yeah. so oh. you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll get my couple plugs in at the end. Right? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, today we are going to start with the beginning because it's a wonderful place to start. Uh, with my name is Jonas. Uh, the first album on the blue, or first track on the blue album. For many a young nerd, this the blue album is like a formative album for uh, for as they grow. You know, it's like finally you hear music where it's like I get this, I understand, and especially if you you know if you were at the age that you know Rivers and them were when they wrote this and when it first came out, as you kind of grew with them, you know, you kind of you kind of get it. So. Yeah, have you uh what what did you what did you think of My Name is Jonas, Eric? You mean recently or back then? <laughs> Either or, I don't care, yeah. man. Well, well, yeah, and I think we might have already talked a little bit about it in our pilot episode, which everyone should go check out. Absolutely. Um, but uh you know, I was I I I might have heard some songs from this album at the end of high school roughly about the time they came out or a little, you know, that year, year or so after um, mm-hmm. while I was still in high school, but, and it was even a good um, year or two into college later, you know, so almost five years after this came out, probably at about the time we uh, Pinkerton came out that, um, that uh, I, I certainly listened to this a lot more at first. And I, I think I had a vague idea about Pinkerton that Pinkerton was out, but um, so it actually took that long until I really, really gave it i i knew what i was listening to. i knew that okay this is this band weezer everyone's been talking about it for a little while now and uh this song in particular this is the i mean this is the lead song and it i mean it it you know so much of the whole album just you know feels so good to me and, and, it's, and it's such a great album in my opinion it's it's so singable especially in the car oh even though God. i don't know a lot of the words and and we'll go over right. that i think <laughs> Uh, as, as we continue on with this song and some of the other songs too. But, uh, you know, doing this, I'm definitely getting more, a little more familiar with the words. And I, I think I'm picking up some of the ones that I never really, I, I kind of flubbed every now and then when I'm singing along to myself, thankfully in front of no one else, but oh, I just said no one else. Um, but uh, hey, no, but for the song, in particular, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, I think it's, it's a great way to kick off this, kick off this album, kick off the whole, the whole Weezer experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
and it, and it's and the, the craziest first little interesting fact tidbit that I found. <laughs> um, I, I just, I'm awfully sure I'd never heard this before that the uh, one of the original guys in Weezer, um, Jason Cropper, who I think I think I did see that maybe he might have played on on something that did come out at some point, like on some of the B sides or here or there. Um, but mm-hmm. but he was he supposedly isn't on any on anything on the blue album, at least that's how it was finally released. That is, um, but he's the one who wrote writes this very the very beginning of this uh, song, this little intro guitar part, which does come in and out, you know, throughout the song too. Which what I mean. a great yeah. great opening! I I'd say this is like like the best opening mm-hmm. that Weezer, especially for an album that Weezer has ever done. Um, and what a great way to just kind of like, look, man, we're here, we're wheezing, you know, um, just that, that really soft guitar picking. And then, you know, the, he comes in with his, my name is Jonas. And then the, the guitar is right after that. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, thinking about it. I'm getting, I'm getting some goosey bumps, but. Well, uh, you, you, yeah, you're talking about the heavy distorted guitars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and, and, and they, and they fade out real quick too. You know, mm-hmm. well, what, next, what, next little line, a couple lines, you know. And what I love about it is that it's like this, like in in a thirty second period, like this is this mm-hmm. is Weezer here. You know, you've got the the softer, you know, kind of chill out kind of stuff that you will see in the you know in a few tracks coming up, and then you know the, the hard rock, you know, the hard alternative rock. I guess if we're gonna be accurate genre accurate mm-hmm. um you know and then and then uh rivers just lyricism is is just great um especially this song especially it's got a lot of uh a lot of good lines um in the future they've got some really weird ones but you know um yeah it it is just such a great great opening i'd say like it it, it is their best followed by pacific daydreams opening fight <laughs> okay. me um, <laughs> I look. I'm, I'm making bold statements here, okay. But I love this song. This is uh, one of my favorite Weezer songs. Um, I think I say that for pretty much everything, but it's true. Um, kind of to to piggyback off of you know you singing in the car and not saying the words. Uh, what I'm what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be trying to keep track of all the words that I don't understand during Weezer songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this song, you know, you, you kick it off with a great, a great amount of things that I have no clue what the hell they were saying. <laughs> um, the, the line we've all left the den. Let me tell you about yeah. it. Right. Yep. Same That's here. what they said. I, I was singing like, we've all left the day with our tight buyers. But I guess that the the actual lyric makes way more sense. Um, the the set the beginning of the second verse when he says, "My name is Weepiel." Um, yeah. Didn't know what that was. I always thought it was a uh, wake me up. Oh, yeah. Which hmm. I thought worked. Uh, and then words of deep concern from my little brother were. Uh, I don't even know what that was. So yes, those are those are the. F- the four main lines that I, was, I had. No I was better clue. on those latter two. Yeah. Of yours. 
but the, but the one right off almost off the top you know it's it's the third line apparently it's thanks for all you've shown us i've always i've always had and i've always sung it to myself as thanks something you're so nice oh <laughs> you're so nice zach i like that I mean, it's kind of the same basic, you know, like you're saying thank yeah. you for something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, and it, I mean, it just gets worse and worse throughout. And especially in Pinkerton, I have no clue what they're saying at all in Pinkerton, uh-huh. <laughs> um, which we'll all hear my opinions on that soon. Uh, <laughs> so how we're going to kind of break down each episode is we're going to kind of talk about uh, the lyrics as well, um, and then you know, just kind of musical things. Neither of us are musicians, so well, I, I play a little oh. guitar. I'm sorry, sorry, you're right. But I'm, well, I've never studied. I've never really taken a lesson. You know, so gotcha. I, well, I, 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 I play Rocksmith <laughs> on, on your various consoles with you know, which, which uses your real guitar. You plug your real guitar, and it knows whether or not you're making mistakes. Well. And tells you, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> but yeah. well, uh, speaking of Rocksmith, uh, Guitar Hero, this oh, yeah. was mm-hmm. this was in Guitar Hero three, um, oh. and I played the crap out of the song. It was the first song I actually got a hundred percent on expert on. So <laughs> that pretty much makes me uh-huh. uh, guitarist for Weezer. So well, and, and 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 for Rocksmith, they have what's called well. You can actually score better than over a hundred percent, and that's by because what what will happen is is the notes will fade out, will fade away, and if you can still play just by you know by remembering and by by you know your hand your hand your your hand eye coordination and so forth and just remembering, um, then you can get more than hundred percent. And the only song I've done that for is we were actually just talking in the green room, but mentioned them uh, Pixies, one of oh. the Pixies songs. I, I uh. I do like playing the rhythm part, rhythm versus lead um, for yeah. um, Here Comes Your Man, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. But um, but oh. no, yeah. And, and, and for me, you know, I, I, um, I think I'll say it. I think I'll say it again in the future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm definitely I'm not someone that that even though I like to sing along in the car, I don't generally focus on lyrics a ton. Um, I'll, I'll probably have some tidbits here or there throughout the whole series um, for the lyrics here and here and there. But yeah, I, I definitely will. Uh, I think I'll focus more on the music and and how and how the lyrics are being sung, especially when ooh, I love it here uh, when he sings noise <laughs> and how how he extends that and 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 changes the notes throughout just that one syllable word noise. Yeah, I think it's really cool how, you know, he does that a lot with, you know, he takes a, a one syllable and kind of just expands it and makes it, you know, more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it kind of kind of going off of that, I mean, when he's talking about his, you know, his, his toys from when he's a kid, you know, and he, they're still making noise, he's remembering all of that. This the song is about his his brother and you know his his brother's left home his brother's working um, and he's keeping this correspondence with him um, 
this is, I mean, it, I, I don't know if that's 100% true, but I mean, this is kind of like what I'm taking away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I'm a librarian. I work with words. <laughs> I make this stuff up all the time. Um, so, you know, I mean, the, the whole thing with, um, like, his the first verse, um, you know, pour yourself some tea just like Grandma made when we couldn't find sleep. Um, you know, it's, it's all just memories and um, hmm. his you know his life and then my name is Weepiel. did you know that that was actually the name of river squomo's childhood sled okay so i hmm. we okay. may have found his rosebud um yeah you know Like, do, do people really name sleds? Is that really a thing? Well, I think it's similar to some of the people out there that I've I've known some that name their cars, and you know why not? You know, it's a I it's a conveyance, conveyance. You know, I mean, you name you definitely have the the very adult people that name their boats and so forth. <laughs> I mean, you essentially need to name your boat because that's how you then identify each other out right. on the water and so forth. You know. <laughs> I, so yeah, yeah sled what sled why not you know it's a, it's a kid thing it's a fun kid thing and 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 i think i think i think naming the cars comes from when uh when you're when you're when they're when those people that do that when they're from when they're younger and they they just you know thought they'd name their car they they someone else in their life maybe did that and they heard about that and it's like well let's do that for this but uh yep oh yeah well Got to personify everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the towards the end, you know, he's talking. The building's not going as he planned, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Um, and then the workers are going home. To me, how it, how it reads to me is that you know, oh, finally, my brother's gonna come home. We're gonna hang out. We're gonna do some cool stuff together. Mm. Um, you know, that's why he's so excited about it. Um, now, an alternative reading, if if I may put on my my uh, lit hat here, um, I don't actually have one quite yet. We'll get we'll get it for the next few episodes. Um, there seems like a pretty strong connection to the book *The Giver* by Lois Lowry. Um, Jonas is the main character. Um, you know, the whole thing revolves around a sled towards the end of the book. Um, you know, so to, it, it could be that, you know, it's, it, it, you know, Jonas, he's not sure if he wants to become the giver. Everybody's coming after him, you know, oh, yeah. and then he gets to go home. Well, hopefully maybe someday we, we like interview <laughs> Rivers or something and <laughs> can ask him. <laughs> so uh, did you have anything else? On, um, uh, well, you mentioned the excitement, the excitement there. Um, so actually, in relation to the lyrics, what you were just mentioning, uh, the workers are going home and he screams, yeah, I mean, there's a couple other times he's kind of in that screamo-emo kind of uh, thing, um, but he so, so he, so he says, yeah, screams, yeah, and that is then the headbangers part, one of the, one of the two headbangers parts. You know the, the solos when the, these guitar solos happen, um, and and they're and they're kind of chunky. 
they're this they're this very kind of almost march marchy or I mean I mean marching and bang head banging are kind of similar in a sense but um and they certainly diverge from that at a point and kind of have this have this very you know pretty interesting uh solo I think um more of a more of a normal guitar riff uh, that goes back and forth but then the, the thing I the thing I noticed on uh, uh the second time we have this uh, guitar solo is uh that's when it's in this river's playing it. I found out too, uh, playing a harmonica that's in this very first song on his first album. Right. Yeah. Which, and, and which will come back in at least one other song later. Yeah. I completely oh. forgot about the harmonica. Mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, yeah. It, you, you don't hear it a whole lot in, in, no, yeah, series. it's, yeah. I, I feel like that's, that's, it's just, you know, when you hear it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't stand out, but it's but it's but it works that it's there. Something you know, and that's that's a huge thing I think we need to mention with this whole album. And I think he comes back for a couple others, maybe. Um, uh, uh, from the Cars, Rick Ocasek, um, the the main guy behind the old late seventies, throughout most of the eighties, uh, uh, new wave band, yeah. the Cars. Um, they they got uh, this this. Uh, this this kind of up and coming producer of albums, I believe, at that time. You know, I don't think he'd he'd certainly done. I think he'd you know, been involved with the Cars an awful lot, of course, production wise. I think, but um, but uh, you know, it, and it's his his guidance. You know, I think made a huge difference on this album. And oh yeah, well, and he came back for uh, everything will be all right in the okay. end in 2014, um, yeah. which. I mean, I guess that that explains a lot. I love that album. That one's my favorite. I would say, like, top tier Weezer. But yeah, uh, everything will be on right the end to me. Top tier Weezer, mm-hmm. big fan. Um, but yeah, I mean, it. I never, I never really listened to the Cars, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely familiar with their their hits. You know, the, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that gets played on the radio, and then even a few others that were on. That things that don't even get played on the radio, at least lately, you know, um, unfortunately, with but but things that were definitely hits back then, uh, from their from a best of of theirs. The the only other huge thing I had to note is something um, I'll I'll try to bring in uh, on, on every episode where it's applicable, at least is um, uh, who's covered this song each time. Uh, so in this case, and in a lot of these cases, especially for a blue album, you're going to get things like we got the the string tribute players and Rockabye Baby, but um, the one more, the only other really uh, uh, normal band um, is is a band called Affinity, which is apparently a, a, a hardcore band. Um, uh, like, uh, hold on, let's you know run Affinity? that by me again. No, uh, no, it's they're they're like a hard rock band. Hardcore, you know. Oh my you, god! You, you know hardcore, right? Right. Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Like that's that's kind of like in between, like it not really a screamo and not really like yeah. a growly heavy metal, more kind of mm-hmm. like in the middle. Kind of. It's it, it's hard. Hardcore is kind of um and and this okay. So this this band has only released one album, <laughs> um according to uh, AllMusic.com. <laughs> I like to use them for many a year if not almost a decade or two now um but um came out in 2003 but hardcore really for me is is uh even definitely before that it came coming out of uh um 
you know, kind of post-punk, and then that was in the early '80s, and then mm-hmm. stuff that kind of kind of swayed back. Whereas post-punk, I think, kind of, you know, it, it had some punky tendencies, but kind of swayed away from it. So hardcore was, I think, was a response to post-punk, and it went back <laughs> to to even harder than punk. Um, gotcha. Kind of a swing to things in the late '80s. With uh, the, I mean, the big band for me is Fugazi. And Ian Mackay, who was previously to that, was a uh, uh, minor threat, and he oh, he, o- okay. he owned the Discord label. All right, yeah. So gotcha. that, that's okay. hardcore to me, and supposedly this band is a hardcore band, according to what I read. And but I, they, they, their one album came out in two thousand three, and and I, when when they when they released this song as a, on a compilation CD or wherever, I, I'm not aware of, but, um, oh, but apparently man. they did, according to my sources. I'm gonna have to do some research and like find it and listen to oh, it. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, that sure. just—it sounds incredibly up my alley. Like my, to me, like my my music, a range is like Weezer, like and bands kind of like that, and mm-hmm. you know then bands like the Lumineers in the middle mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you know, you've kind of got your nerd rock, then you've got your like soft rock folksy, and then like heavy metal. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm I'm like a big amount of Marth guy and all that. Um, you know, just just that. Just if I can't understand you, that's the best kind of heavy that I want to oh, listen wow. to. Um, you know, it, it's a very strange correlation, but whatever, it works for me. Um, so hearing hearing something kind of on that that far, yeah. the heavy side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. but wizard would be great <laughs> so uh well i that that about does it for me so um yeah, same here what uh so one thing that we we do want to do also is to give a numerical ranking out of 10 for each of the songs so eric i have been waiting with bated breath what would you give this song i'm gonna have to give this because of a couple songs later, I definitely want to reserve <laughs> off off of the blue album here a ten four. I'm gonna gonna go a nine. Same here. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Spot on. Look at that. In sync. Cool. Right off the bat. Soon to <laughs> di- soon to diverge. <laughs> a little very bit. quickly. Um. <laughs> okay. So uh, with that, that is. That is the first episode of Feels Like Weezer. Uh, again, I'm Zach Franking-Smith. You can follow me on Twitter, at The Informal Log. And I am Eric Nash. Uh, my uh, couple other podcasts, I'll give them a plug in here on the, on the, at the end of this first episode. Uh, Watchmen Minute is completed. It is of the Movies by Minute uh, uh, genre. <laughs> um, and I have another one coming up of, of the same genre, um, Almost Famous Minute, to catch later this fall of 2019 all right yeah looking forward to that one i'm not a big almost famous okay. fan but mm-hmm. uh i'm hoping that your podcast will change my opinion on it good yeah hope so so uh want to thank you all for for tuning in um you can definitely also follow us on uh facebook um you can look up feels like weezer and then we've also got the feels like weezer listener society where you can talk to us and other weezer fans um that way uh or just shoot us an email, feels like Weezer at gmail.com. Um, 
if you have anything in particular you want to say, if you disagreed with me or Eric, you know, please let us know so I can promptly ignore your email. <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you later. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.